Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to the Stroke Diva Fabulous Radio Show. I am your host, Kamari T. Richmond. And of course, I have another fabulous show for you this evening. We are talking to Ms. Tina M. Riley, and Tina is the owner of Premier Accounting and Business Services. And so tonight we're going to talk about your tax prep, business development, and any IRS resolutions you may have, which we know this time of year there may be some. (laughs) So, Tina, welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. My pleasure. So I want to start out because... Um, this, you have a unique uh, business. Why did you get started in this business, and then how did you do it? Well, actually, I started doing taxes um, because it would just came natural to me to, to read the tax code at, like, 18 or 19. But, of course, those were the simplified type of taxes. And then um, as I saw more and more of my friends needing this because our first job, it was natural, even though I was a chemistry major at the time. So when I moved into the Washington, D.C. area, I had to make a decision that I would do taxes as a business or would not do any taxes at all, like give me liberty or give me death. But um, so from that, I decided initially to own a franchise of H&R Block or Jackson Hewitt of one of those sorts until I did some recon on the company. And that just drove me to really have a passion for helping people. And I understood their business strategy and their platform was about money as opposed to helping people, which is what my core value are, is helping people make this an easy process because a lot of people are intimidated by doing their own taxes or having their taxes done. And I just wanted to design my business around taking that anxiety away from that particular point. And thus became Premier Business, Premier County Services, approximately 1999, with the business form of formation, I believe. Oh, so that's how it started. That's great. Absolutely fabulous. And the thing is, you mentioned something key, is that there is so anxiety because the tax code is changing every year. And, I mean, how does one keep up with the... Well, one keeps up. Personally, I'm not sure how an individual will keep up personally, but as a business owner or a tax professional, it's my requirement to keep up, and I have to do continuing education, and any tax preparer should be. It's required by the IRS as well as if you're a return preparer or hire, you, you want to make sure that that's being done. And what that means is going to forum, tax forms presented by the IRS to see the new things that are important or finding out the community that's going, what's going on in the community of taxes or reading up on the new, what's new now every year. Just really the continuing ed is, is the key point of it. And I do all of mine particularly through a tax form and different webinars and seminars that are going throughout the year 
after tax season so that we're abreast of the things that are coming down the pike to be better prepared to help our clients in those positions. And I like that you say you're there to serve your clients and help your clients uh, instead of just, okay, I'm going to charge you this flat rate and, uh, and do your taxes, and you may not even need to have them done. But this is the time of year, which is why I like to having you on before uh, tax season uh, is over. Well, I guess it's never over, over. <laughs> we know that uh, we have to get all that stuff in in the next couple of weeks. So how do you prep someone for uh, to do their taxes? Well, that's a complex, that's a layered question. How do I prep someone to do their taxes? If there's a new client coming, I like to think of people in phases. You have your, your brand new, never filed taxes before. They just started working, younger um, younger group, if you will, because they just, they're just entering the job market. I like to prep them by understanding, having them come in with their parents, helping them to understand the benefits and values, having conversation with them at the heart level having them to understand why it's important to have certain pre-taxable items in place at such a young age so that we can take advantage of different time values of money while reducing the tax burden. For someone who's been filing for a while and shopping for a new accountant or new tax tax professional, I would like to sit with them, sit with them, talk to them, find out where they were, where they want to be, and then it's my job to create a, stat- a strategy to get them there. So we can only do with so much what, what has been done in that prior year, but that gives me a keen insight as to where they are and where they want to be. So asking probing questions, digging deep into where they, what they do as a daily routine, where they spend their time, where they spend their money, and maybe deductions in there. So actually having a casual conversation like we're doing now I can find different deductions that they didn't even think about. And that's pretty much how I get people ready for their tax. And they can be just that simple. And sometimes they don't bring everything, and that's fine. You just come back, you know, or I'll send you home with a homework list on how to make things better to where you want to be in that following year. And so every year it gets easier because every year you're looking for these things that we've already talked about. It's not a surprise. And I think that's the key part, not having um, having a surprise in April or February or March whenever you file. And how do we avoid that? By being prepared. How do we get prepared? By having conversations. And these are things that you cannot do simply alone. Well, you can do them. Let me rephrase. The, DI, the DIY tax prep commercials that you see, yeah, they're okay and they're okay, <laughs> and it's just sometimes you just don't know what you don't know, and that's where I think it really disservices people to try and do the DIY because the commercials make it look so simple, and yeah. sometimes your life is not just that simple. <laughs> you know, and it's, yeah, it makes it look so, so easy, and, you know, some of those uh, well-known companies, you know, I have tried over the years, and you spend so much money when you right. had something that was so simple uh, right. that wasn't, you know, you get so nervous and so anxious 
about am I doing the right deduction? Am I mm-hmm, <laughs> am mm-hmm. paying enough? Am I am I paying too much? And so that is that that it shouldn't be a burden, but it feels like it when you don't have all of the information. Well, it's exactly. And for me, with my clients, I like them to think and feel like this is more than just it. This goes well beyond what numbers end up on the tax return, which I think some other companies take the focus off of the people and they look at just putting numbers in a computer. I'm training an intern right now, and I have to get him to understand that this is so much more involved. I would say it's about 15% tax prep, 85%, you know, life. How is life impacting you, and how is that story being told through your tax return? And I think when you go to the other bigger places, their focus is just getting those numbers on a computer, creating forms that they charge you for. And while I don't know that price should be a a consideration, but sometimes you can't afford not to, if you will. For example, I had a lady that came in, an older lady, and I do, you know, take care of my seniors the best I can. My seniors and my students, they really do get, you know, get help. You know, their rates are much lower, but she didn't feel like she could afford to come in this year. And she tried it herself, pretty astute woman, you know, she really had it together, and she probably could have done what she could have done. But when you get into different forms and different, um, you, you're retired, so you have different which portion of your retirement is, is taxable and what's not taxable and why not. When you get into more intricate things, you really can't afford it. So she did her taxes on her own, and she got back $34. When I finished with her taxes, it was about 1000 and $65, $165. She couldn't afford not to come in. You understand? It's like, so at that point, is cost really a factor? <laughs> right. That is amazing. And the one thing that you said that sticks out in my head is um, not only, you know, can you afford to miss this, but also it shows your lifestyle. And I never right. thought about I never thought about that. Um, looking at my whole year and how that affects my taxes, like it shows my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm there to do is to pull that life out of you. You can just tell me, you know, you're working with this charitable organization and you go out and you, you do this and you're just telling me what you do. And I'm like, oh, did you know you can deduct your charitable miles? No, I didn't. Did you know that? The money that you spend for the benefit of anyone else in a charitable way is possibly deductible? No, oh, you know that. You know, and it's different things that you're just talking about in your life that I am probing and listening for where can I deduct that in a, in a legal, you know, unique way. And I think that's what people miss sometimes in just a casual conversation. Right, absolutely true. So how do we, what should we do during the year to have, to uh, help ourselves and to have you, help you when we see you, what should we be doing throughout the year? Like what's our, our tax planning uh, for um, the big The biggest thing I think people should do is take full advantage of pre-tax items at their workplace. That is the easiest, most, most easy, 
uh, it's the easiest way to make the big impact on your return. If you have daycare, most employers create a flexible spending account. And a lot of people I found don't take advantage of these things because they simply don't understand. So a flexible spending, you can pre-tax your daycare. You can pre-tax out-of-pocket medical up to a certain point. You can pre-tax your 401k in retirement. And there are other deductions that some companies may provide as a pre-taxable item. Take full advantage of that. And what I mean by pre-tax is, say you earn $65,000 and your daycare is $6,000 and your um, out-of-pocket medical is $2,000 and you have maybe 3000 and something else. All of that would be removed from what's going to be taxed ahead of time. And then that reduces what is being taxed and by default creates a lower tax obligation and by default creates a bigger refund. And that's how you get a bigger refund. It's not about, and a refund is just that. That's one thing I do want to make clear to everyone. A refund is just that. It is a refund of what was taken from you previously and given back to you. That's the one thing you can do at work. Um, Another thing is people expect, if you're itemizing your tax return, meaning you own a house and you're writing off those individual um, itemized deductions, a lot of people at that point don't understand that you really don't want to get a state refund because it becomes taxable income in the following year. And what does that do? It increases your taxable income, which is the opposite of what we want, which increases your tax obligation, which reduces your potential refund. So those are two major things that anybody can do very easily, very simply. As far as preparation for the, for the meeting, it's very nice for you to set aside you know, all of your taxable deductions going on on a regular basis. Small businesses tend to miss a lot of opportunities because they're trying to remember something that happened eight, ten months ago. So on a regular basis, you should be doing simple things like Mint.com, tracking your expenses that way. That's the most simplest free way to track your expenses as a business owner. And there are more things we can talk about if you come in and we have those kind of conversations. Um, but what that does is reduce your opportunity of missing deductions because you forgot about a receipt that you spent somewhere else and you, or you didn't think that it was deductible. Instead of having it available for me to say, yeah, you can't use it, it's now not even part of the conversation because you didn't remember and your possible deductions are gone. Um, so preparing on a regular basis, Every month, sitting down, if you need to make your estimated taxes, do that. If you have questions and life changes in the middle of the season, that's when you really want to, hey, let me call someone that I can talk to and get that information so that I'm prepared in six to eight more months in the future. Let's call Tina Riley. That's what we know. That we yes, know. you can call me, of course, but you know. <laughs> and and I do serve, and I do service like all around the country, not just locally in Maryland, but all around the country. I have clients in California, New York, South Carolina, Georgia, Michigan, 
Massachusetts, all over. So I do service full, full service around the country, and I'm able to do that with the aid of the Internet and conversations. If we do face-to-face webinars or chats over your conversation, it's really just that easy. And um, so we can call for help. If you need help, please ask. Please. And uh, one thing I do want to mention, if you ever get a letter from the IRS, please, 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 please do not ignore it. Do not ignore it. It's just, treat the IRS like a person. If you were a person, you don't want to be ignored. So neither neither, neither do they. <laughs> so <laughs> you want to just not ignore those letters. Open the letter, even though it may be terrifying, but call someone like myself that can help you understand what that letter truly says. The IRS isn't always right. The first two letters are usually a question. Hey, we think this happened. Is that true? Can you let us know? But because you didn't open that letter, you by the time you get the next one or the fourth letter, it's like, well, we assume this is true and we want this money. And then it becomes because you ignored them, you have this bill, and it's really harder. It's much harder to undo that impression as opposed to dealing with it head on and saying, hey, I'm not sure what this is. Can you help me? They're like, oh, sure, we'll help you. And sometimes, and please don't call them by yourself if you can help it. So as my practice, we do have a, a strong IRS resolution department where we we really do find resolutions to people's problems on their taxes on a regular basis and, and very successful at it. Sometimes it's simply understanding the letter. Sometimes it's simply you cannot pay what they think you're going to pay or what they want you to pay. And sometimes it's somewhere in the middle. But we have find a way where it's agreeable and doable for those people and to find a happy number where it makes sense and and the common person would be would agree with it. And that's the thing. Open the letter like you say the first time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely by the second time. <laughs> but and the thing is is that you know the IRS doesn't have to be scary. Over you know over the years, if I've had to call about something, you know you call and they help work you through it. Right. So you know it it sounds so scary when you see the letter, or it looks scary when you see the letter. But there are you know there they are out there to help you if something if you can catch it the first time. And like exactly. By the second, mm-hmm. third, or fourth time, you know what. <laughs> We're in collection mode. And you switch over to a whole different department. They're in collection mode, and their job is to collect. So, no, they're not as nice at that point. Right, right. Now, I want to ask you, so if I want to start a business, how should I be focusing on my taxes when, I, when I'm starting a new company? If you're starting a new company, like a solopreneur or um, let's say just um, – not a corporate. I believe people should grow into corporateness and LLCs. First, you start as a solo prop. You sign up with your get your tax ID number. Definitely do that. Register at the state. Definitely do that. And then once you have that established, then you can start just as you're spending anything that relates to this project, even if you're not generating revenue initially. If you're spending any time and you're you're spending your you can't be paid for your time, but you can be paid for, I'm sorry, my phone's beeping. You can be paid for 
your reimbursed or tax deduction for money that you spend out. If you hire somebody to help you do some research on the background, save your receipts, track your expenses. The biggest thing I would suggest is that you use some free, um, a free version of a um, tracking company like Mint.com. I'm not part of them, but they really are a great device. They're really a great service because what they do is take all of your expenses and put them into categories. You categorize them, and at the end of the year, guess what? You can just print that off. And then that saves you so much. Now, the key to it working is that you have to keep your business expenses separate from your life expenses. A lot of people won't do that initially. They commingle the funds, and then they have to go back and figure it out, what was business, what was personal. Um, That's where you run into it becoming complicated and dreaded, whereas if you keep everything clean initially, it's easy to stay clean going forward and then you can just print out your reports, and you're happy. I'm happy. We're all happy. <laughs> so does that make sense at all? It, it does, and and that's the thing. When you're first starting a business, and, you know, like we were talking before, you know, the codes, uh, you know, for the average person can seem so complicated, but uh, it's good to know that your first step should be, uh, I guess as most entrepreneurs would know, is to, to get your tax ID number, but to make sure everything is separate. Because I know yes. I know for stuff that I'm trying to do, I have all these different departments for every single thing what? that I do because uh, the lines get blurry. If exactly. It's separate. Yeah, if it's not separate. And, and imagine, imagine going back eight months from now Trying right. to remember what you did. <sighs> Almost impossible, <laughs> unless you are a really good note taker or bookkeeper. Right. You know, it it takes time. And uh, the other thing I want to ask you about, uh, you also uh, work with uh, estate and trust taxes. So, where do we where do we start with that? Well, it's all about planning initially. So when you plan ahead of time while you are still on this earth, having it set up properly, having your your um, heirs or your trustees or who's going to manage your accounts, that is the key part because those are the people that are going to have to deal with the aftermath of your estate. So having having gifting away some of your income or your your assets over time so that there's not a huge impact later, so there's not a huge probate situation. That's one way to do things. And as well, having, excuse me, with an estate or trust, you have um, someone managing it for you while you're no longer here or able, and they it's their job to report all income, manage all funds, and to get those taxes filed getting your final taxes prepared, as well as creating the estate so that the the, um, taxes can come through there and so that whatever you owned prior to it becoming part of the estate or trust is now easily transferable. So you just want to make sure everything is just in order, and that is more on the legal side, and then that transfers over to your tax side. I hope that helps. (laughs) 
that does help because, uh, you know, we don't want to think about our mortality. And so we always think, oh, I have time to do this. Oh, I have time to do that. But as we all know, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time moves on. Yeah. And then you wish you would have done something and you just didn't have time. And let's say if you're trying to work with someone who refuses to do that, what's the best way to say, listen, this is what you need to do and how you need to do it? Not that I'm <sighs> going to rush you off to die or anything, but... Uh, honestly, I don't know that I'm a good person to answer that particular part of the question. That's more of a legal question and the best way to present it legally because, and it's a family question, um, I usually deal with it on the other side. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the one area that, yeah, it gets touchy. It gets touchy. I have a new client who um, he, his sister was handling the estate of, the, of their parent, and she just stopped. I hadn't filed any taxes for them for years, and he just inherited a mess. And so what I have to do is then, go in, grab everything I can from the IRS, puzzle together. It's like I create strategies and solutions for problems and just find a path. And so I grab all the information I can that he has. I get information from the IRS through their transcript system, and I call the IRS and then come together with all of that data and create a pathway because there is a timeline on when those taxes are due. And I don't have it committed to memory, but, you know, there is definitely a time frame between the date of when the estate is established in the trust. So just basically having those talks as a regular part of conversation on what you would like. You know, when I pass away, I would like this or I would like that. And someone being really keen enough to listen and make sure those wishes are being made. And that also, because it goes in tangent with your will, if you if you understand and that's just part of, as we've been talking about, just being prepared. Correct. Because now I'm thinking, okay, your taxes show your whole life story. Now I know that according mm-hmm. to Tina. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is my story. And, uh, and really just preparing for it, it's, you know, I know yeah. for me personally it's, not something I could do on my own because it's just so much. Correct. It is a lot, and it's a lot. And so you want to be comfortable with whoever you're speaking with, and you want them to have a heart for you, not just a heart for your checkbook. Right. And I think, personally, I think that's important, and that's what we do at Premier County Services. We truly go after helping and serving. This is a service. You know, and we are, people depend on us. So we have to serve from the heart level in order to make that situation as comfortable, as easy, and as amenable to everyone and me. (laughs) Right, right, absolutely. And that's the thing, you want to be comfortable and you want to know that someone actually cares about what's been going on in your life or what's going on in your life. Correct. Because you, you're, you're developing a relationship that, of course, you want to continue uh, for as long as possible. But I also wanted to ask you before we wrap up, because I told you I wouldn't keep you uh, after 30 minutes, 
um, let everyone know, well, any last words for us, and then let everyone know how they can contact you. And as you were giving us the other website, any websites that will uh, be pertinent for someone else. Okay, so you can reach me at um, Tina. I'm Tina, rather, I'm sorry. And we're at Premier Accounting Services. The website is P-R-E-M-A-C-C-T-S-V-C-S. So Premier Accounting Services, abbreviated. And our phone number is 301-574-9798. And as a wrap-up, I just want to say, one, don't ignore the IRS. Two, don't try and do it yourself. And three, understand that you need to file and that it doesn't get easier by waiting. And the IRS extension, it doesn't extend the bill. It just extends the time, which makes it even a little more work on your end later. So don't ignore it. It's not that bad. If you feel that it is that bad, reach out for help. Just reach out for help. Right. I I would recommend a person or someone who's certified, trained, educated, and has the heart to handle your personal affairs because this is very personal when it comes to doing your taxes. Absolutely. That's about all I would have. And I'm I'm trying to recall, you have a blog, correct? Not at this time, no. <laughs> on my website, on my website, I do have conversation and I do have, you know, information. Again, that's Premier Accounting Services, abbreviated P R E M A C C T S V C S, and we do service the whole United States and overseas. <laughs> wow! And there's some information, yes. You are busy, 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 busy. I am, I am, I am. Which <laughs> <laughs> is great. Um, so I want to thank you for being on the show, the Stroke Diva. Oh Factor. no, thank you. I'm sorry, thank you. Now it's just power. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you always. I love to support entrepreneurs, and you are providing a service that we all need uh, at some point in time in our lives. And Absolutely. Yeah, and you really just can't get away from it <laughs> as long as. <laughs> As long as you are living <laughs> right, right, and working, uh, you're going to need uh, need some help in that in that area. So, especially for a novice, uh-huh. yeah, you know, someone that's just starting. Well, even mm-hmm. someone that's been doing it for a long time, you know, you want to make sure that you are getting exactly what's due to you. You you want to make sure you get that. Uh, return. Absolutely, absolutely, and all of it, all that you're entitled to. That, and Use that's, the systems that are available to you. That's the key. All that is entitled to you. Correct. And true. I appreciate you allowing me this time, and if if there's any other questions ever, if you want to have another conversation on a specific topic, feel free. But um, I really appreciate being able to inform people about information that they just may not know. Right. And I just want to let our audience know that uh, I know that Tina and Riley speaks from the heart or helps <laughs> the heart 
<laughs> because uh, she has helped me along the way, and uh, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have her on the show, because she is working uh, from her heart, and that's what you want. You want to be connected to someone that is there to serve you and you to serve them as well. So thank you, Tina. I want you to hold on a little bit. And thank you. Our guests, thank you for tuning in this evening to the Stroke Diva Fabulous radio show. I am your host, Kamaria T. Richmond, and Talk Show is live and recorded. So this show will be uploaded in about 15 minutes. So share it with your network at www.talkshoe.com slash tc slash 115759. And have a fabulous week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.